Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about pleasurable language learning. But before we really get into that, I want to talk specifically about um, some of the research that I think best explains how we can learn or acquire a new language. And then we're going to really get into specific activities that we can do to apply this research that will result in acquiring new languages. So if you're unfamiliar with Dr. Stephen Krashen, he is an absolutely amazing person. And I think that he's an absolute genius. And what he's done is for years, he's dedicated his life to helping people acquire languages and sharing a lot of his research around the world and with language teachers. And it's been so valuable. He's able to take this really difficult concept and put it into practical terms that anybody can understand. And I think that he does such a great job of being concise and I think when you understand something really well, you can do that. You can you can explain it in a really concise way. And he's certainly done that with languages. And it certainly made a huge difference, my studies of Krashen, to my practice as a learner and teacher of languages. And I'd really like to share with you my summary today of his theory of second language acquisition and the five main hypotheses. So acquisition and learning. Acquisition is natural, right? And learning is intentional and more artificial. So think about the way you learned your own language as a child. You were immersed in messages. You were read to. You watched television. You listened to songs. You read. With learning, think about some of the formal instruction you had in school. So for example, what's a noun? What's an adverb? You know, different parts of speech. Grammar exercises. Those are examples of that formal learning of languages, really intentional activities you do to be more fluent and proficient and knowledgeable about a language. The monitor hypothesis. This is the practical result of the language learned. And it, it really focuses on how learners monitor what they've learned and acquired in the new language. So for example, some people over monitor, some learners, right? And they're, as a result, they become too measured. They're too scared to take risks. They really think about, is this correct? Some people under monitor and that comes at the expense of accuracy. And, and an optimal learner will remain aware enough to monitor their use, but also allow for continued progress and so don't let their mistakes trip them up. Natural order. So to quote Krashen, he says, for a given language, some grammatical structures tend to be acquired early while others late. So 
essentially I like to think of, I like to think of children. And if you think about some of the simple things they say when they're first learning to speak, right? They're choppy and they're rough. And then by the time that same person, 20 years later, they've been educated, they sound so sophisticated and polished relative to that. And they have this ease of expression. So the, the natural order seems to be similar among languages and learner profiles. So basically grammar doesn't need to be learned in a specific sequence. So you're constantly picking up grammar in context as we're acquiring languages. And maybe those aren't mastered until later on after a bit of formal study and um, a lot of exposure to those structures in the context of, of real life and the things that we, we read and we hear. Another example would be, you know, learning when you're, when you've begun studying a language like Spanish or French about gender, and still when you're an intermediate, you understand that concept, but you're still making some errors and, and you'll see at the same stages. So a lot of intermediate level students in Spanish will make that gender mistakes with adjectives and, and that kind of thing. And it's natural. And then as they continue in their studies, those mistakes are going to be more polished and something a lot more accurate, a lot more accuracy and a lot more, um, a lot more comprehensible. Perfect. Comes, that comes later. The input hypothesis. So in order to keep your skills growing in a language, you need comprehensible input, as Krushen says. Basically, comprehensible input is language you can understand. And there's some new things in there that let you problem solve, think, acquire new structures, and they allow you to work on language that's just a little bit more difficult, right, than what you already know. So basically, input, that's where we get language, right? And we're going to talk some specific ways and resources, places to get this input. Effective filter. This can have a huge impact on how quickly you learn a language. So learning languages can be really scary. Um, some people are extroverts, they have outgoing personalities and they're willing to put themselves out there. And perfectionists are a lot more measured in their communication. And I think they both have real strengths as language learners. Definitely going back to that monitor hypothesis, I think that you know, extroverts just get get in there and they start talking and that's great because that's all that problem solving and really getting in there for what it's for, right? To be able to communicate. And the perfectionists, they're great too, the, the introverts, because they're really listening and they're they're getting a lot, a lot's going on there. So I think there's a lot of strengths in both of those things. I want to talk about the perfect SLA marriage. I want to talk specifically about Benny Lewis from Fluent in Three Months because I think he does a really great job of, of this first hypothesis and really bringing it to life. So learning plus acquisition to me is the perfect marriage. And I think he does a really great job of this. So he's all about speaking from day one and he will do a, you know, memorizing a few words, right? And he will get in and have these conversations with native speakers. And I think he, he really likes italki as well. And even if it's just in the chat box, which is great, because then what he's doing is he's engaging with these highly proficient speakers and he's acquiring everything they're saying back to him. And then that accelerates your progress. So while acquisition is the ideal way to do it, 
that learning has a has a great piece in there that really those really deliberate activities you do to learn language you put those two together and that's the key to fast progress culture and language really important actful describes cultures as looking at the perspectives people and products of of a target language or culture and basically i would say that's what people make do and how they see the world they're linked and so as you're focusing on your input you want to really get input that teaches culture so think about magazines and reading and history and novels and movies and we're going to get into that how to find those resources in another video and we're going to talk really specifically about um, reading for pleasure next week and how to use reading to learn languages and one thing that we're going to talk about throughout this entire series is about pleasure and about creating pleasurable experiences as you learn languages um, to make it really rewarding not just for the learning but make it a rewarding time and i have the word dopamine up here, it's of course that what it releases our reward center, that chemical, it makes us feel good. And I think it's really important to really get into activities that give you pleasure. And we're going to talk all about how to essentially those things that you would want to do to play, how to incorporate that into your language learning routine. Um, next week, we're going to talk all about reading for pleasure. Until next. Thank you for listening to the Five Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.